If I was ready. If anybody has a hidden immunity idol and you want to play it, now would be the time to do so. The queen stays queen. You said Russell Feathers. Did you do that? Yeah. I'm supposed to glamour you. We have great bananas all the time. Dude, my prize isn't even a million dollars. My prize was that I, I, fell in, I, I fell in love in this game. Love at first sight. Her name is Candace. You officially go down as the dumbest survivor ever. Welcome to Not Game. I'm personal. Hey. We are a Survivor podcast here to talk about all things Survivor, more specifically the events of this past week. I'm Nathan. This is Tony. And Tony, there were definitely events that happened this week. Nathan, there were a couple of events. At least two. Two big ones. Two tribal councils. Yeah, at least two. Oh, dang. I was planning on trying to do like a stupid British accent for the first thing that I said, like Jeff did in this episode. Did you hear that? I tried to block it out. Uh, I was yeah. going to try to do like just an awful like what is that? <laughs> I you know I don't, I don't know. It was it was bizarre. It, yeah, just is Jeff losing it? Like is he losing touch? Is he's he... just feeling himself so much like he's like yeah, I'm I'm the best. Like look at me go. Everybody's yeah. going to love this. People I, love me. I think he's just a little too confident. You know? He he's too comfortable bit. with himself as a host and mm-hmm. this assumption that he can do no harm. Uh, and I don't know. He does stuff like that. And I'm like, Jeff, you, you could do harm. Just a little bit of harm. Just a little bit of harm. Thank God that had nothing to do. I, I literally forgot about that until you said that. Uh, I had seen something about Tyson talking about it before I watched the episode. Something about a British accent. I was like, what's that about? And then yeah. I saw it. I was like, oh, that's what that's about. That's <laughs> that's a weird thing. Because it was like at the beginning, beginning, right? Mm-hmm. It was right when they were going challenge. into the challenge. Right, because I think, like, I forget what I was doing at the time, but I don't know. They're walking into the challenge, and I was like, I don't need to hear the. So I, like, half heard it, and then I was like, that was weird. I don't even want to think about that. And so I purposely, you know, didn't rewind it, didn't do anything, just, but here we are, opening the It was so that. bad that you could maybe get away with just being like, oh, he just he just said it a little weird. But, like, no, he was he was trying something. That's, like, the kind of impression that I would do, but, like, ironically, like, purposely... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah distasteful and it just makes it that much more bizarre that he was sincere about it yep i didn't choose to believe that he was he was just he knew it was a bit he knew it was bad and that was the goal i hope so but nathan we don't have much time today so let's get into things that actually matter let's get into things that actually matter uh it was just important we touched on that it was it was very important (laughs) Uh, so like I said, we got two tribal councils. Uh, so they did the thing that they've done before, uh, where post merge they will split off into two tribal councils. Um, so I think they did. They was it? It was random, right? They just randomly drew rocks yeah, or yeah. whatever, and then they didn't show us how they chose. So I think it's to be assumed that it was random, and they probably said that. Sure. And then it was split off into two groups, so two immunity winners, um, and then two separate tribal councils. Uh, the winner like whichever team lasted longer in the challenge got a reward and then also got to go to tribal council second. Yeah. So they got to see who was voted off from the first one, giving them a little more information, uh, which it felt like this episode. I'm not sure if it affected it, but it sounded like it was going to like, it was at least part of the discussion. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know if I've ever quite heard that. Actually, what am I saying? That's not true at all. Uh, just last season when, uh, Roxroy got voted out, and then Drea saw that, and then yeah, yeah, that's it. okay. What am I saying? 
Yeah, that yep, literally yep. changed the entire tribal console. I was about to go into this thing how that's never really had an effect, but that's just couldn't be more false. <laughs> but it like this was a more of a strategic threat, whereas that was like a bigger than the game moment that we. Had. Yeah, that was like a spur of the moment. Um, I don't want to yeah. say emotional reaction because that. I feel like that downplays it, but it was like an emotional response that mm-hmm. led to that vote. A valid this... emotional response, I think, is a way to put it. Yes, where this yeah. was a more like planned out, like, hey, because we know this is happening, let's prepare for it. Um, Which that's one of my favorite parts about the season is we get to see them preparing for the twist that we saw last season and the season before. Mm-hmm. Yes, they're very aware of it, and they can kind of take that next level of meta strategy. Uh, because it's not just this fresh twist. It's something that you actually have the opportunity to study and and mm-hmm. try to implement a different way of going about it, um, which which is cool. Uh, but before we get to any of that, I think we should talk about the the classic fallout from Last Tribal coming back to yep. camp, uh, which really revolved around Owen and James, which will be a central storyline throughout this entire episode. Uh, and basically Owen was on the wrong side of the vote, uh, based on, uh, well, a lot of people, but he kind of gave that blame to James, um, cause James is like, vote for, um, Ryan while everyone else voted for Janine. And I guess in James's mind, he viewed that as cool. Now I can trust you. Owen viewed it as like, wow, you screwed me. Um, and so they are not good. It'd be a shame if they ended up on the same tribal in this episode, wouldn't it? Weird. Yeah, I was I was I mean, I'm an Owen fan and not a James fan, so I was probably going to be on this way either way. But James has this like and I think Owen said it like this mafioso like mob boss style of running the game right now where I remember he said specifically and I think this was even after the challenge, but he said, um, you you voted for the that was like the right choice because you listened to what we said and or that was like the good decision or the right decision and i was like dude that's like you sound like a bot like you sound like you're trying to control everyone and that's not who you want to be you want to be like carla where everybody wants to work with her but she's not seen as like the the boss i feel like or maybe she is more than we realize but he's the like outspoken I would I view more him power. more as like the enforcer, if anything. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a good way to put it. Absolutely. Yeah. Sure. Uh my my biggest observation from this is is there a more referenced fictional movie character than the Godfather in Survivor? I feel like every season I was like, oh, he's acting like the Godfather. Oh, she's acting like the Godfather. Who do they think they are? The Godfather? Like it's I don't know. I just found that amusing that that's always the default when anyone is having a power trip yeah that is an interesting there, there's no there's point like, and there's nothing to say about that other than i think the godfather yeah. is referenced a lot in the there's a dude in the australian survivor who's known as the godfather and then someone else who's the godmother a little bit later uh-huh. like it's a very interesting dynamic i mean obviously it's one of the most popular movies of all time so whatever it's yeah. not like a <laughs> uh but yeah but james there's is, not a darth james vader every season no there's it's literally Right, like I can't think of any other movie character that is even referenced to begin with. Yet alone, like every season, we seem to have a Godfather. Yeah, it's a good way to put it, though. All like an all like just they have all the power and they're running things. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, I don't, I don't know. I feel like I see both sides with James and Owen, but more so, I just 
think they're both dumb in this. <laughs> I, I like there's no winning with this, you know. Like I think it's it's one of those things where the second that they become invested in trying to win this argument, like they already lost, and we see that mm-hmm. play out even beyond this. Um, like I said, it it they definitely have a big falling out in front of a lot of people, you know, yeah. when there's a vote coming up and it's like, I don't even care who's right here. Like this is just not good for either of you. Um, I think it back, it obviously backfired on James more than Owen, but he was the one that it felt like was trying to bring that conversation in front of everyone. And I don't think that was a good idea from him. Who was trying to bring it in front of Owen, James, or James. Uh, sure. James yeah. is walking in. Like I can do, I, I did it all. It's all me. And it's like, dude, that's, you don't want to announce that that's anyone's perception. It's never yeah, a good call. I, I definitely see, to a certain extent, James's perspective in the sense that, like, yes, it wasn't just him. And I think, if anything, I think this is another episode where I'm just amazingly shocked at how good Sammy's doing because Sammy was kind of the one that went to Owen immediately after Tribal Council and kind of, you know, put James's name out there, which he knew Owen already had a thing with. So, like, to mm-hmm. me, this was more of a, wow, James got set up. And he's an easy fall guy because Owen already has issue with him. And Sammy's annoyingly impressive. That's right. I hate it. This is another episode where I am just like, I, I hate that what he is doing is working. His, his, who he's loyal to is so absurdly fluid. Uh huh. But like, no one seems like every episode, it seems like he's talking to someone, passing on information. It's not blowing up in his face. It's working out every how is, single time. How is he not getting caught? Like, it's just, is it that impressive of gameplay or is it luck? Like, it's hard for, maybe it is. I, I don't want to rule out that he's just that good and that socially strong that people aren't catching on to it. But it's it's very surprising that it's going so well. It almost makes me want to go back to earlier episodes to see, like, what what was it about him that made me think he wasn't a strategic player? Like, was there just one moment that I just latched onto and thought he was, you know, just kind of like a goof? Like, I, I don't know what it was. For me, there's two things. There's the, I'm not going to tell him I'm 19. I'm going to tell him I'm 22. It's like, sure, hey, that's, that's not a good one. difference. Uh, and then second, when he was offended that Ellie thought that she was closer to Gabler than he was and was like upset that she wanted to talk to him because he was like, wait, you think you're closer to him than I am? And it was just like such a petty, like, frustration yeah but his allegiance changed and he survived because of that like it was right i guess like if you were to change the semantics or like the the framing of how he worded that frustration Mm -hmm. i think there is a good move within that of like hey this person seems to be close with this person so i'm going to pit them against each other because i want to be close with them like that makes sense and we've seen a lot of great players have that strategy so maybe it was just the way that he presented it as in like a jealous rage type mm-hmm. move. Um, Cause I'm, I don't know, man. I like, I mean, might as well just talk about his game this whole episode. Cause like him just pretty much declaring like Carla is the person he like, where did that come from? That threw yeah. me off so much. And the fact that Carla was receptive to it and it seems to yeah. me like Carla voted James out. I like who would have thought that was going to happen, that she would vote with Sammy, not use her idol, not tell James to use his knowledge, his power. Like, clearly, there must have been something. I mean, I'm I'm sure like the whole feud with 
James and Owen, she's probably like, look, I can't deal with this much longer. I'm sure that had a lot mm-hmm. to do with it. But like, how is Sammy convincing her to do this? Yeah. Cards on the table. I saw beforehand that James was going home. Like I saw I I scroll through Reddit and there's like so much challenge and survivor stuff that I'll like accidentally click like a spoiler post and read it quickly. And then be like, crap. And so, but anyways, I saw it was James. And I thought that I was wrong. Like, this is one of the few times where the edit, and I don't think the edit tried to, like, fool me necessarily. I don't think it was, like, I I didn't believe Sammy would be able to convince her of that. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, wait, does James not go home? Like, how is that possible? Like, how does Sammy make this happen? How does he convince Carla? Like, it didn't make sense to me. And it reaches a point where you have to give credit where credit's due and be like, Sammy's playing a very, very good game and convincing some of the power players to do things. Yeah, 100%. And I still don't consider him in a position of power. Like, I think, like, let's say next week, you know, maybe some of the people on the lower bottom tier group together and want to get some of the big players. I still don't consider him a big player. So I think he'd even survive that. Like, I think he is playing so under the radar. Like, the fact that he just threw out Ryan's name openly last week, tried to get this whole coup going broke up this, um, what was it, seven or eight, or six six or seven, whatever, like however many people were, like he broke that up and somehow made it out, even though the vote didn't go the way he wanted to go last week. Like, it's just bizarre how he is on no one's radar. Yeah, I, I don't understand it. He just keeps sneaking by, and you have to think he's just crazy good socially. He but must it, be. Like, that's always the default, and I hate that it's the default, but if something's happening that we don't understand, it's always like, oh, it has to be their social game then. Like, mm-hmm. that's the only way that, that makes sense. Yeah, no, I, I think you're right. I think I think it's the social game. Um, yeah, but, I mean, I, I guess since we're talking about the tribe, might as well touch, talk about the rest of this tribe yep. while, while we're on it. But, yeah, so Carla clearly won. Um clearly i say clearly isn't like we saw carla win <laughs> very impressively individual like, I would not have picked her yeah yeah no it was very good even with a her finger i think it it is yeah um i wouldn't have picked her even if she was healthy though honestly like th- that kind of endurance but she was like putting herself in better positions to do well like mm-hmm. squatting down and like getting your arm underneath it so you can push up with your shoulder more than your bicep great move yeah yeah and i think that's like really the key for any like uh kind of like endurance or not endurance um what's what's or is endurance what's yeah, the word i'm endurance. thinking of that is the correct word i don't know why i'm thinking yeah. that it should be a different word but it is like just positioning like repositioning yeah. yourself so you're like utilizing different muscles and i think not a lot of people do that they think it's just like pure strength and i was like no matter how strong you are you should just move so you're using a different muscle that isn't being used right now mm-hmm. yeah a lot of times i think people yeah, they'll just try to like you even see Cody like bending back so that his arms are straight. So it's not like all mm-hmm. bicep. It's it's fine. I think a lot of times though they put in rules so that it kind of focuses on that muscle group and you can't you can't really find any reprieve. Oh yeah, definitely. But I think so that's I just like when you see mm-hmm. the best challenge players, they're the ones that can kind of like work within the rules and find like ways that still loopholes maybe, but like ways that can still benefit them. Peridium has a has a <clears throat> series on his channel that's like yeah, times that cha- survivor players like hacked challenges, and it's so great. Yeah, yeah, it is a great series. I think he did for Big Brother too, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. Great guy, he's the best. Coming our podcast, Billy. Says name. Yeah, Billy Geist. 
Come on. He just had his face reveal somewhat recently, I think, in like past year. Anyways, we should. It was like a year and a half ago, but yeah, you're right. Okay, enough of a competition here. (laughs) Uh, so James's knowledge of power was flushed. I don't know if there's anything to talk about that. I just want to say that out loud because I think it's so funny how useless of a advantage that is. Yeah, it's such an interesting (laughs) one though. Like it keeps you on your toes so much, and I love it. I I want it to always be like a factor. I want it to be successful once, but I like like the fact that it's a factor. Yeah, I, I I mean, it's kind of a factor, but also for the past two weeks, no one has talked about it. Like I, they haven't why... shown us people talk about it. That's fair, but then clearly it must like, not have impact the game if it's not worth showing us. Well, no, but the threat is still there. So people are still talking about it. You know they are, and that's what I think that's the reason. And even though they didn't show it, I would guess that that's the reason Noel was like, "Hey, I have a steal a vote." I'm going to use it on Owen so he can't vote and vote for him and then kind of fool him that way. So I think she did that play because he had the knowledge, knowledge of power. Uh, that's fair. I, I could see that. Uh, let's, let's talk about that play though. Cause I thought, I thought it was pretty cool. Not going to lie. I thought yeah. it was pretty cool. Uh, I've never really, like it, it just ha- be using it just as a complete fake out. Mm-hmm. Like not even using it for the intentional purpose and power that it has itself, but like literally just using it as a decoy <laughs> to throw him off. I don't and know. I want, it's cool. I wonder how widespread the knowledge of it was because at that point you had Owen who knew and James who knew that at very least, at the very least she had a power. And so I think it was perfect to use on him. And also, you know that it's more widespread that that power is out there because that's just how the game works. Mm -hmm. So when that's the case, using it like that, I think, is a great way to do it. Because then later on, it's not there's no threat of you have a steal a vote and you were able to get out somebody who was running the show in some ways. Yeah, it's such a creative way to use something that had less value because everybody knew you had it. Essentially, is what I'm saying. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it diminishes her threat by far. Uh, definitely gains trust with with Owen, and mm-hmm. I mean, really Sammy too. And so, yeah, I know. I just thought it was it was very cool. Um, I don't know. I I'm still not sure how I feel about Noel. Just like she still just hasn't done like as cool as this move was. I think if it would have been done by someone else, I would have been like, wow, that is like a game winning mm-hmm. move there. But for whatever reason, when I see her pull it off, I'm just like, oh, cool. Good job. <laughs> With her, there's the aspect of I still thought there was a chance that Sammy was just going to throw them under the bus and it wasn't going to work. Like she doesn't have enough mm, yes. capital with her tribe mates to like make that move happen unless Sammy actually decides to go like agree with it. And so or, that was or my even... concern. Carla because you know like let's say Sammy tells Carla but then Carla still wants to vote with James she could communicate to James he could use his advantage she could use her idol that she still has Mm -hmm. so yeah I think that's a good way of putting it like even though Noel was the one that did it it didn't feel like her decision it felt like exactly it was still in the hands of other people Mm -hmm. but it it, yeah it it made it look like it was her idea and that was a great it was her idea because she went to James and then afterwards went to Owen and Sammy. So mm-hmm. great idea. Um, 
it was lucky for her and, and I don't want to discredit her by saying this, but it was lucky for her that Sammy decided to go with that and not mm-hmm. just flip the flip the switch. Yeah, it's a cool move, especially when you think that the. um. Oh, gosh, what is the thing where you pick out of a bag? Shot in the dark, shot in the dark. That's how relevant that is. I couldn't even remember. Uh, but like, I think we've seen a lot of people just throw rogue votes, like just a single vote, always mm-hmm. in case the shot in the dark gets played. So I think this is a good way to assure it doesn't get played, and then you don't have to throw a rogue vote on someone and get a little yeah. messy like that. As much as people say shot in the dark is a dud, like it's still always something that's being considered and affects the way that they play the game, and that in itself matters yeah i mean we, me. we've seen it a lot i mean there's been a lot of weeks or a lot of episodes this season where three different people have had votes votes placed on them and i think it's for that reason we love manipulative gameplay and that it, half of that is making it so no one ever knows that they're going home because then they'll do that mm-hmm. and potentially stay so which i think is the same logic like you're saying with the knowledge is power where like yes the Knowledge of power itself doesn't do much, but like just its existence impacts how people mm-hmm. play the game. So I don't know. It is what it is. You can't say it. you can't say it's bad. Yeah. Do you have anything else from uh, that that tribe? Uh, no, I feel like I haven't said much on Owen, but I'm still. I feel like I'm in the same spot. Like I, I, every week that he gets himself out of these situations it makes me less confident that he can do it again, but he always surprises me. Like, I just, I don't know if this was like, yes, he survived. So it's good. And yes, next week is a new week, which is the most important thing is like to get to the next episode of survivor. Um, But I still am not like, I don't know who there is like excited to keep working with him. Or if it was just a, we prefer him over James. So I don't know. That's my thoughts. I think that's fair. Like I'm admittedly an Owen fan, um, but I would say that he Mm -hmm. hasn't really done anything to advance himself in the game. Um, And part of that genuinely was the fact that James was in the game and he voted for James twice. So now that James is out, I think that does help his game a lot because there's nobody who is fully targeting him. And, all the people he's voted for since the merge are out of the game. So he doesn't have to worry about that at all. Like he's that's true, free and clear. But like you said, it was, this was literally a life vest for him. Like he was, he was dead in the water, but Noel wanted to save him and get rid of James instead. Mm-hmm. So he didn't really do anything to make that happen other than play the part of maybe I have a chance still. Oh, I don't know about the steal vote. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's fair. That's a good uh that's a good argument. And we'll see. Like I said, he's probably gonna surprise me another week. Mm-hmm. Oh, he will. <laughs> All right. Uh let's go over to the other tribe. Yes, the other tribe. Uh we saw Cody win his first individual immunity. Uh, which again, I don't Cody is still just very under the radar somehow for being such a personality, which I kind of love. And yet still having so much power. Uh, he he is so much more calculated and like almost indecisive than I thought he would be like he gives off the vibe of like yeah I'll just do something like I'll just make it happen 
whatever, like fly by the seat of my pants. And that just hasn't been him since the merge. I feel like he's really started taking things very seriously. Yeah. So like at this point, I think the only thing that can really hurt him is people don't like when you're indecisive. They don't trust when, like when Cassidy was talking to him and he's like, I don't know what I want to do yet. Like that scares people when you're indecisive and don't want to give them a straight answer. Yeah. And so, but like watching him and Jesse play, like that's such a fun duo. Like they're so thoughtful about what they're going to do. Mm-hmm. I, I hope it's those two that go really far. They're so much fun. Um, but yeah, I Cody really impressed me with how seriously he takes it the past couple episodes. Yeah, I think you're right. Now I, I would say I think his biggest risk is if Jesse were to ever turn on him or vice versa, mm-hmm. if Cody were to mm-hmm. ever turn on Jesse. Although I don't know if I could see Cody doing that. I feel like I don't see Cody turning, but I could maybe see a world where Jesse would consider it. Yeah, he did turn on NECA at the end because at that point it was like it's detrimental to my game to keep her. Yes, yep, you're right. But Jesse, I don't think would ever be detrimental to his game unless it's like final four and or final five. And it's like if I don't get rid of him, I don't make the end and I can't beat him. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and yeah, because I just think like they, I mean, I don't know if you watched the preview from next week, but I did uh, not. You said that you were online, so I ran upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> so sorry. Uh, but basically, there was a preview. I think it might have been Sammy who mentioned Cody and Jesse is like running the show. So there is. And even like without that, I think there is that just thought that like at some point they're probably going to get caught or probably just acknowledge like, hey, why has no one ever mentioned them? But yet they seem to always be the deciding votes. So I think that's always a concern. I think the good thing is they're connected enough with people and they've got two idols, you know, between the two of them. Um, I don't so know. As long as they see it Jesse coming, it they, back yet, but... <laughs> they cannot get hit. <laughs> so that's a good spot to be for sure. Right. And I mean, do we think this relationship with Gabler is going to, you know, go the distance? <laughs> if there's anybody that's going to be loyal to them and just be like a solid number, it's Gabler. <laughs> If there's anybody that can talk Gabler out of it, it's Sammy, probably just Sammy. And so if th- Sammy's going against mm-hmm. those two, it'll be interesting to see who Gabler is loyal to. That's true. That's true. I didn't think of it like that. And if Sammy is the one going against them next week or in the future, yeah, I, I guess we'll see. Hmm. Um, Sammy's just throwing anything he can to other powers so people don't look at him. And he's not attached to anybody and is playing an annoyingly good game. Anyways. (laughs) (laughs) Back to Sammy. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. I was very impressed that they were able to pull Gabler in. Because it felt like Gabler definitely wanted to vote out Cassidy and keep Ryan at first. Like that mm -hmm. was was his move. That's what he was going to do. And the fact that they were just like, hey, Gabler, why don't the three of us decide this together? Like, they didn't need to include him, but I thought that was, like, very cool that they did. And I think they're starting to see, like, you know what? This dude is a number, and he's probably not going to beat us if we get mm-hmm. to the end with him. <laughs> yeah, and that's that's such a good place to be and definitely the best decision in that moment because you get him for that vote, which means you're completely in control of what's going to happen. But then you have him for it's going to be eight and you have a solid three. So you need to pull in one or two votes. Like that's a phenomenal place to be in. Yeah. 
Yeah, so I, w- I was just very impressed because I think other situations where we've seen this, where it's a five-person vote, they would just go 3-2, right? They'd vote with Cassidy, vote out Ryan. Uh, Gabler's left on the bottom. But now, like, they're walking in solid with four of these people, you know? Like, I don't know if Cassidy's going to work with them, but, like, they, they kept her, so that's something. They they're working with Gabler, so I don't. I just like this. This week just made him so strong. They talked about the two options. They said if um, if James was sent home, then they should get rid of Cassidy and just cut off both of Carla's legs. Um, bad way to put it with Noel in the game, but anyways, uh, is that what they said? No, I said it, and I was like, "Oh, that's what you said." Okay, poor way to word that. (laughs) Um, (laughs) they said something similar, but I don't think right, right, right. (laughs) Uh, and then if who if Owen went home, then they should get rid of Ryan because they don't want to make James and uh Carla mad. I think those that those are the two options that they showed them laying out. I think that was incorrect. I think if. You see that James is on the on the jury. You keep Cassidy because then Carla is loyal mm-hmm. to you because you kept Cassidy. Mm-hmm. Like I think that's the way to look at it, and I think I I think that's the way that they landed on it. I think it was kind of yeah. the opposite of what they were looking at. I I I agree, but I thought of it in the sense of balancing out the power, where like if if you do want to continue to play this middle game, like they seem to be have have been playing, mm-hmm. you know, Carla just lost someone. So if she loses two people and there's clearly a majority of the other side, if it's like, you know, Owen and Ryan and, and Gabler, but like now that Carla lost a number and now that, you know, whoever else was working with Ryan lost a number. Now it's a little more balanced and you can continue to play down the middle. So I thought that's made sense to me, but I think it's hard. Cause like, I still not sure who was actually working with Ryan. I don't think anyone. I think he spent too much time fishing to actually be working with anyone. He was just like conveniently there, but like not a solid enough number for the people who were, who had him on their side to like care about maintaining. Mm -hmm. Like he voted with Coco a couple times. Absolutely. But wasn't solid enough because you know that he's going after Cassidy to keep around any longer than they did. Yeah. I did him. His whatever he has against Cassidy, I thought was was just so funny. Like I don't, I don't get it. Like <laughs> I still get it. <laughs> I was worried for a moment though when we saw her her story kind of come up. Me and too. I I messaged, was like, oh, here we uh, go. <laughs> yep, she's out of here. Like, gotta be out of here. But, but they, we had they did the same thing with his. Owen last. So week. we had seen both stories. And so I think they did set us up a little bit by doing that a couple times and then not doing it a couple times. So it's like, you don't know what we're going to do. Don't pretend like you do. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I think like the logic of Cassidy being a better strategic player and Ryan being a be- better physical player. I thought that made sense, like how they were weighing it out. Um, and I'm not, I'm definitely not a hundred percent sure. Like if keeping Cassidy was the smartest move for them, especially if Ryan is this solo person, I think selfishly, like I'd like Cassidy way more than Ryan. So I'm perfectly fine seeing him go, but I don't know. I think it's going to be interesting to see, especially if Cassidy continues to work with Carla, 
And if Sammy is now working with Carla, like where does that leave Cody and Jesse? I think they'll still be in a fine spot, especially because they can, I think they still have Noel a little bit, so they'll be able to pull her to their side. I think Owen would be more interested with working with them. Like, I think, I think the numbers are going to come out pretty split, but also like so fluid still. It's so fluid. Like I can't even begin to predict where people are going to fall next week. And I feel like that's been the case for this is something that I wanted to bring up and we can come back to this tribe in a minute if you want. But the past three seasons, I feel like have been so fluid alliance wise throughout the season. Like we start out with the three tribes, no tribe swap, which makes me assume that there's not going to be that fluidity. It's going to be like one tribe, but I think three tribes kind of goes against the like one tribe is in power and then just runs the table once they emerge. I don't know if that's possible with three tribes to work well. But then they have kind of these two pseudo swaps where at the merge, you split into two tribes and half of you are safe. And then at 10, you split into two tribes and vote two people out. So then it forces in these opportunities to potentially set up new alliances. So I feel like this is those two instances are like kind of their their tribe swap that they do. Mm. Um, And I don't know if it's just the gameplay these days or if it's. Uh, just the way because of those things but for some reason there isn't this like i just want to work with my tribe i think everybody wants to work with people who they enjoy being around not necessarily who they're randomly put with the first time around mm-hmm. yeah so it's actually funny you say this because i was actually listening to a podcast this week that talked about this uh mm-hmm. it was with uh with christian from david versus goliath which is he about always... to say the opposite that I said? Did no, he almost dumb? said the exact same thing. He literally yes. almost said the exact same. Like when you started talking in my head, I was like, I'm going to bring up this point, but then you started saying it. So he pretty much said the same thing. Whereas, and he, he actually calculated it, like the amount of relationships that could potentially exist on like a given season. And mm-hmm. previously pre season 41, when you had like three tribes, you know, they always did the tribe swaps, which allowed more relationships and more alliances to potentially form and break up. Whereas now most people unless because he he also said he doesn't count the summits, which I think is fair, like that actually doesn't affect much or doesn't like count as like a tribes the same way a tribe swap would. Yeah, but I would argue just to input quick, I would argue that it like gets you thinking about potential alliances outside of your team so sure, like it, it gets that in your head where like you could they could be working with those people or mm-hmm. i could work with these people in the future yeah i think the idea is just, it's just like a slower process so by the time you get to the merge you haven't been able to like test everyone out yet so you're not as solid like this is my final four and i'm gonna stick with it till the end mm-hmm. and so that's why mm-hmm. it's so fluid is because we're seeing a lot of these interactions for the first time and so they're testing each other out too to see like do we vibe or not, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, me and Christian put us in the same <laughs> sentence. He also had a lot of uh, insight on advantages the past three seasons, basically oh. just how they don't get used at all. And I might have to listen to it. Yeah, it was on. Uh, it was on Rob has a podcast. I I feel fine plugging that. I don't know. Whatever. Oh yeah, <laughs> much better than us. Whoa, okay. You want to cut that? You can cut that if you want. <laughs> I don't cut anything in these episodes. Yeah, you don't. Uh, um, any other thoughts on this final, this, this uh, second tribal? 
Not particularly. It seemed uh, pretty straightforward. My, Which one are we on? Which tribal? Yeah, Ryan. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ryan. I loved the move of him having 30 pounds of clams in his bag and carrying that around as like a don't vote me out. I thought that was funny. And very Ryan. Yeah. Like that feels like him. He's just a he's just a dude, you know? Yeah. Just guys <laughs> <being> dudes. <laughs> My biggest uh take, I think, from this whole episode is I think typically these episodes always make me weary because I'm always worried that someone might get the short end of the stick simply based on a draw and they might get screwed over based on how the numbers fall and their alliance might be on the other tribe, you know, like for example, if let's say Cody or Jesse, one of them doesn't win immunity and they get outnumbered and they're not with each other they're you know, and like one of them were to go home, I'd be like, that sucks. And it's only because of this twist, right? Mm -hmm. Like it just, I don't like when that is potent, but I think this episode, I think these two people probably would have gone home in the next two, three weeks anyways. So, And I think both of them had a fair shot to save themselves. Mm-hmm. I would agree like, with that, Like, they too. both could have made it happen. And so, if James had just shown some, like, self-awareness and maybe not been as, like, cocky as it felt, as it felt like he was. But I think feel like, based on what I saw, that's how I feel like he was. Um. I think he could have made something happen. I think Carla would have gone to bat for him. Sammy would have kept him if he had even considered the fact that he might be like, Noel might be lying. Like there was the chance for both sides. I think. Yep. I completely agree. It wasn't, it wasn't based on the way the numbers fell. It was simply based on their own gameplay. And so I thought it was, I don't know, a good episode in that sense. And luck will always be a part of survivor. That's just how the game goes. It's true. It's just how you uh how you roll with the punches, I suppose. Amen. Hmm. Yeah, well, I don't know. Is there anything else of this episode? Kind of I don't do? think so. All right. Well we cruised through uh, that pretty quick. We did. We cruised through it. Apologies to the fans because I did not watch the challenge last night. We had uh that's uh we had uh someone uh bigger go home. Mm. Well, I feel like I'll know who it is then, right? As soon as the elimination starts, right? Unless it was too big. Don't tell me. Never mind. Maybe Will maybe it was two big people. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah. It was it was a pretty good episode. Um Yeah. But I look uh I look forward great. to it. Potentially tonight. <laughs> whenever whenever me and my wife both have time together because that's one of the few shows we watch together <laughs> one take that i did want to get off my chest before we before we end yeah about the challenge okay i think it would be awesome if right before the finale during that last elimination you give the like you have i don't know if it's the two partners go against each other or something but somehow you set it up so that a partner has to choose whether or not they want to keep their ride or die or go do the final with ct just like CT. I, like ct and then also like a female um equivalent of ct but like you this is your ride or die the person that you want to be with more than anything but you get the opportunity to run a final with ct instead would you take that hmm. and so it like puts to test that ride or die aspect of it okay i don't hate that yeah i don't hate that ct and cara maria 
Well, she would never do that. Yeah, they probably have to be more like she would. She would be like, I'll come do it. But instead of CT, you have to make it poly. That's what she would try to negotiate. (laughs) Yeah, they're pretty equivalent players. Well, that's what she would argue. (laughs) She was 100 percent. CT and Carmaria would have been a really fun ride or die duo. Yeah, because they had like weird history, right? Like they were like, well, they were both from Boston. And so they were like super close the whole like for always. I don't think they ever. Right. Yeah, and then there's the whole thing where she emphasized her Boston accent in front of him or something, and people called her out on that. That was funny. Well, yeah, that's that happens. <laughs> kind of like Jeff emphasizes his British accent when when there's no Brits around. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, I think that would be a fun twist to the ride or die, where it's like you have this opportunity to give up your ride or die for a stud, like somebody who's crazy good. And then well, I was like, maybe Cam on the other side, but Cam's just had a baby and probably isn't. I don't know if she's been like working out wanting to get on the challenge. So just throwing her into a final probably wouldn't be great. Yeah, no, I mean, I think Cara Marie is probably if Ashley, the best choice. Sure. If Ashley, if they would have her back, I don't know what her status is after the Josh stuff last year. But I think if it was like CT and Ashley and you could pick them just for the final, I think that'd be a cool twist. Was that only last year? I think so. That Wasn't feels it? like. I mean, I think you're right, but I just feels well, like. Well, it was season thirty-seven. Ago. Season thirty-seven though was like a year and a half, two years ago. Right, because they took a lot of time off. Yeah, which is weird. Or maybe it was just a strip one year. I think it was just one year. In my, I think it was last fall. I think that's right. Because mm-hmm. I watched all of it in August of last year, and then watched that one as it came out. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I just wanted to get that twist off my chest, and if it happens, you heard it here first, folks. Well, I'll start tweeting at TJ, even though they probably already filmed this. Probably That's what it is. They for sure already. They definitely it. filmed this, right? <laughs> How hard do you think it would be to find the winner if I just like Googled it? It has think... to be out there leaked, right? I don't think it's that hard. Okay, I'm I pretty sure because like when I go on Reddit when there's like episode discussions, they always say like no spoilers or like leaks allowed. Like you're only allowed to talk about what was on this episode. Mm-hmm. So I think people definitely know. It's impossible to like keep. I've I've apps. definitely seen stuff before, where I've been like on Twitter and I open a tweet and then in the replies it's like I think it was like I saw that Fessy lost last year, or two years. I don't know one of the one of these last seasons, I like opened one of Fessy's tweets after he like won an elimination or something, and he was like bragging on Twitter and someone's like. It's like, hey, everyone, just so you know, like he he goes home in two weeks or something, and then it sure enough, it happens. Yeah, so annoying, but so yeah. funny. It it was very funny, but yeah, people know. That would be such a weird thing to like be live tweeting when it's like this happened three months ago, but I'm live tweeting like how I felt at the time or like talking trash, knowing that I'm gonna go home in two weeks. Right, and I think there's definitely a lot of people who read into that a lot, you know, because I think like. I even remember, I think we read into it with Tyson a little bit when Challenge USA, because we're like, why is he not excited about the season? He's like doing really good. And sure enough, now we see why like he wasn't, you know, jazzed. It was literally <laughs> because of the final. But yeah, 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 we were like, why why does he seem like he hates this so much preseason? And that's why. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, so it's it's hard not to sometimes to read into those. Yeah, so people definitely read into it as far as like, oh, I don't think they're going to win because they're not tweeting. Or like, oh, they're tweeting a lot. Maybe they're going to go far. And yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, a little bit shorter of yeah. an episode, but you've got to get out of here. I do. I have a 
baby that's calling for me right now. Is she, she calling? No, she's not calling. She's rolling around and fussing a tad. But, you know, that's what babies do when they wake up. That's what I would do when yeah. I wake up. I just roll around yeah. the bed. I get, Yeah. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go take care of that. But for more episodes, listen on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, anywhere you listen to podcasts. Really follow us on Twitter and Instagram at NGAPpod. That is at NGAPpod. I'm Nathan. This is Tony. We will see you next week. Bye.